This is the Lead Well Podcast. Welcome to the Lead Well Podcast, where we're talking all things leadership, talent, and culture. I'm your host, Missy Darden, and today we are joined by two special guests. The first is Carrie Garrett, who serves on the team member experience team with me, and she oversees Restaurant Culture Tools, which is a team member mental health resources, and she will be leading our discussion today focused on mental health. Carrie, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Missy. I'm thrilled to be here. And our operator special guest today is Jamie Oshner of 28th and Beltline FSR in Grand Rapids. Jamie, how are you doing today? So great. Thank you all so much for having me. Excited for you to be here. Awesome. Well, I'm going to pass it over to Carrie, who's going to lead our discussion today. So Carrie, take it away. Thanks, Missy. Jamie, we're thrilled to have you on the podcast today. I'm excited uh, to get into our topics for the day. But first, I'd love to hear about your background and how you got into Chick-fil-A. Uh, sure. So I've been with Chick-fil-A for 12 years. I'm originally from Texas, but now, of course, up in Michigan, we love the cold weather. We love being up here. Uh, but of course, being from Texas, I grew up with Chick-fil-A, so it was kind of always around. Uh, I came after a career with Olive Garden and other restaurants. I came I came to Chick-fil-A and worked, worked my way up through the chain with a or through the ranks, I guess, with an operator in Houston. I was did a part of the LDP program. And I've been an operator for seven years now. Thank you for sharing that. So as Missy said, we're focused on mental health. It is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, So we want to talk about how do you build a culture around mental health in your restaurant? Yeah, I mean, for us, it was awareness and finding out what our team wanted and needed. Uh, one of the biggest tools that we used to help get those answers was the team member engagement survey. Uh, we've always focused heavily on culture. Like I would pride myself in saying that we have a strong culture in our restaurant. We were surprised to hear some of the answers on the survey that maybe where we thought we were doing really well, we were kind of missing the mark, or maybe where we investing and spending money trying to care for the team. They just they wanted other things. So that's kind of how this whole conversation got started was really just how can we love on our team and then mental health uh, became a part of that. And tell us what initiatives do you have in place to really build this culture around mental health? Well over the last year we had kind of started collecting resources but we weren't really 100% sure how to get those all out to the team and we kind of felt like are we just going to bombard the team with hey try this do this sign up for that Um, So for us, we launched it with a care week, and that was last fall. And in our care week, we did all sorts of things. We tried to do a really holistic approach as far as mental health, uh, physical health, you know, how are you doing at work and at school? So we did a water challenge, a screen time challenge. We launched with our Smart Dollar app. We launched an employee assistance program. Uh, We did a dinner and learn where we had a local counselor come in and share. We just we launched a lot of things that week. We we did some prizes. We did some raffles like we got the team excited about participating. And so that was our catalyst to then kind of introduce this whole new concept of mental care uh, into our organization that that we were going to focus on it. And then my leadership team really just kind of continue to carry the torch with it. You know, we're what, six months since we launched. And speaking of that leadership team who supports this, how do you ensure that they keep mental health a top priority in the restaurant? 
Uh, well, we do. We have identified a director. He's, I mean, he's really in charge of team member care, and he and he actually also has a, an assistant that helps. So they, I mean, they're, it's part of their job description to make sure we're recognizing team members. For, I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand, right? We're, we're we, we're getting to know the team genuinely. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, there's really no like big secret to that. We're just have genuine relationships with our teams. But because we are such a big organization, they do have to be structured about that. So, I mean, he's like scheduling one-on-ones with team members. Um, they're making sure that, you know, holidays or birthdays, anniversaries, things like that are, are being recognized. Cause I mean, I just think that goes a long way into building that relationship with your team that they know that you really care, not just about like what they're coming in and producing for us at work, but we care about their lives outside of work. Um, but so he's the leader, but it really is our entire leadership team that just has a heart for people. And I mean, my goal would be that every person on my team could know that whoever's leading them at that moment in the building genuinely cares and that they're, they're going to have a second to you know talk to them or i mean maybe even more than a second right like hey can we grab coffee later this week can we do this to be that like my my leadership team actually blows me away like every week i kind of hear the reports back in of of how much they're investing in doing that in the team so they really lead the charge they're pretty amazing at it so you've mentioned some tools and processes as one-on-one -on -one meetings that your leader has in place to kind of maintain this culture of mental well-being. Let's talk about that care week again. Um, I just want you to touch on what ways did you see that week benefit your team? Anything that you weren't expecting? Well, I will say, even though, like, you know, we had all these programs and we're excited about them. And of course, I invested in them, things like that. But we were, you still kind of have to it's kind of also like getting your team to sign up for the um, Remarkable Future scholarships. Like, you know, it's going to benefit their life, but they do have to sign up. Like, they do have to say, download an app. You know, they do have to get it going themselves. Um, but I guess the benefit we've seen is, that, like, it kind of gives us a, a peace of mind knowing that we really are doing everything we can to try to care for our team. So um, something that has been, I think, the most impactful has been that EAP, that Employee Assistance Program, and that was something that was surprisingly reasonable in our area, um, and they provide, I mean, our team can go for any issue that they have, they can go up to five times and visit a counselor, like completely outside of me, completely outside of Chick-fil-A. Um, I actually have a pastor on staff, and and like I said, a lot of my leaders have kind of a background in, in um, just kind of nonprofits or caring. So they, they have big hearts already, but we didn't have, you know, like formal training. And so it's it's nice to have a partner in our community to say, OK, this issue is a little bit bigger than us. And I mean, half the time we, we won't even necessarily know that a team member goes. We But at least when they are sharing with us, you know, we have little business cards we can pull out and say, hey, have you? taken advantage of this resource it's like completely free to you and it's very valuable so that's that's been cool just to see like they're using it and they appreciate it thanks for sharing that jamie and how does mental health play a role in providing a safe and healthy work environment for your team yeah i mean it just goes so much hand in hand with their ability to even come in and and, and do well at work um, so, I mean, we definitely had quite a few team members struggling 
in this area and even having to take time off and you know you could kind of see it in their faces like they they seem like they're not okay today so if their mental health isn't where it needs to be and they're probably struggling at school they're probably struggling with their families and they're and they're definitely struggling at work so <clears throat> how can i you know get a team member to care about how many cars we're pushing in the drive through or really you know show like genuine hospitality to a guest when when they don't have that to give and and they're you know thinking about such bigger things in life than customer service right so for us i mean it's also part of helping retain our team members and really hopefully setting them up for life and i mean they're going to face bigger challenges than you know a little bit of a stressful work environment at chick-fil-a they're going to face really big challenges in life so I mean, I guess you never know for sure, but I mean, my hope, prayer, desire is that some of the tools and foundation we're building in their lives right now equip them for what's coming. Now, Jamie, switching gears from team members just briefly, I want to focus on you. Why is mental health and well-being important to you? You know, I think just over the course of my career, I mean, 10 years ago, this wasn't a conversation we were having. It wasn't even something that was on my radar as a leader. It, it didn't, it, I don't think it needed to be, but um, it just got to a point where it just couldn't be not, it just couldn't be ignored, right? It was such, it was such an issue for so many of our, our team members working. So again, if if I'm going to tell them I care about them, then I have to meet them where they're at, whether I understand it or not. Because um, a lot of times they're sharing things that are, you know, stressings or stresses or um, things they're dealing with. And it, it kind of breaks my heart because it's, it can be really simple things. And I'm thinking, wow, and, and, and nobody in your life has given you the tools or equipped you to deal with this. And like I kind of already mentioned, and I know, you know, being much older than they are, I know what's coming in life. I know what challenges they're going to have outside of a busy drive through or, you know, a bad grade on a test. So I guess that's why it's come to the forefront, because it just it had to. And for us um, back in the fall, having a team member um, who did take his life and then others who were like calling off for shifts because of, of mental uh, wellness. I had never heard that before in my career. And I don't know, I'm sure COVID played a part in it. And like in the fall for them, just going back to a school routine that they hadn't had in a year. I don't know. It just seemed like there was a lot of accumulating factors that hit our team. And I'm sure a lot of other people's teams really hard. Um, so it did like force us to jump into action. Like, how can we do better here? And kind of rounding out our time, Jamie, what advice would you give to an operator who wants to start building a culture around mental health in their restaurant? Yeah, I mean, the, the first thing was something I, I've already shared that we kind of learned the hard way. We thought we knew what our team wanted and we weren't exactly on on track with that so if you're not doing some type of survey on your team find out what they want or just through one-on-one -on -one conversations what would be the most impactful i mean for us they want that one-on-one -on -one time and um you know they just they just need to know that somebody cares and that's so simple right <laughs> but it can get can get ignored so quickly in our in our businesses and then 
you know, it, it is an investment. Like as a, as a operator, I had to find value in this financially and be willing to invest. Um, but what I would say is some of, some of the programs surprised us at how reasonable they were. Other things surprised us at how expensive they were. And so we kind of had to weigh and ask the team, well, I'll spend $8,000 on this for the year, but I do want to make sure that somebody's going to use it. Um, so that that's what I would say. Just be willing to invest and, and get your leadership team on board because, um, you know, there's a lot of us there, but uh, sometimes it's only one or two leaders at a time. So everybody needs to have the same mindset that we're really going to care for our team and, and take those times out when when we see that they need it. Thank you so much for sharing all of this with us today, Jamie. And Missy, I will hand it back over to you. Awesome. What a great discussion. Thank you both so much. And thank you, Carrie, for leading this discussion and serving as our host today. Um, if any of you who are listening have any questions about Carrie's work focused on team member mental health resources, please feel free to reach out to Carrie at carrie.garrett at cfacorp.com. Um, and thank you, Jamie. We're so grateful that you took some time to join us and um, share more about your journey and what you do around mental health in your restaurant and for yourself. And that'll do it for today's episode. If you're looking to find, develop, and launch top talent, Leadwell is a resource of articles, videos, and podcasts, and all other Chick-fil-A operator and third-party expert curated content. If you've got questions or want to hear about a specific topic on a podcast, please let us know at leadwell at chickfilacom I'm Missy Darden, and thank you for listening to the Leadwell podcast. Leadwell shares leadership, talent, and culture resources, ideas, and tools from franchised operators and third-party experts to inspire franchised operators and their teams to find, develop, and launch top talent. As independent franchisees, Chick-fil-A operators solely determine the employment, leadership, and management practices in their businesses.